You are listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more information about this show, as well as the other show I do, How to Stan, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com and subscribe to my newsletter at howtostan.substack.com. K-pop interviews, album reviews, and more. Subscribing is free, but if you want to continue to support my work, feel free to donate. Click the support the show button on the homepage at 17karatkpop.weebly.com. Hi everybody! Welcome back to NCT Talk. I am so so excited for today's episode because just when I thought sticker couldn't get better, this album repackage came and I have so many thoughts about it. First of all, some background on the story of favorite teaser videos. You know I love a good story time, so it's time for another one of those. So allow me to read to you the English translations of some of those teaser videos. I will skip around a little bit for the sake of time, but for the most part, here's what you need to remember. Chapter 1 of the story of favorite is Jaehyun's, and he holds a bouquet of either really, really discolored roses or dead ones. Pretty sure they're just dead, not meant to look like that. My time is forever. Perhaps saying doesn't flow would have been more right. That's why I like everything that has a beginning and an ending. At the beginning and end of something, I feel the passing of the moment. When the night passes and the sun rises, I close my eyes and I dream. Tomorrow appears. Chapter 2 is Doyun's. Wherever he is, he's surrounded by greenery. A lot of plants, a lot of white flowers, and he himself has red roses. It's raining a lot outside, like in my dream. I walked in order to meet you, like in the dream. You're holding roses in your arms. At your words, I'll come again, I answered. Things I saw in my dreams end here. I linger in front of the door for a while, and I turn back again, and then mustering up my courage, I give you one rose. Chapter 3 is Taeyeon's. He holds a red rose, but later on he holds a yellow rose, with his movie ticket in hand as well. Put a pin in that for later. Also note that he watches a movie and sits in this movie theater. In order to not be left in someone else's memories, sometimes my appearance changes. After we met for the first time, my appearance has been different, but you will remember me from the flower shop as how I am right now. I'm sorry, but I let myself be remembered by you. I couldn't help it. I don't know about the others, but I want you to recognize me. Thankfully you did, and ran towards me first. In my dream, I bought tickets to a comedy movie. It was fun, you said. Lies. What movie do you want to see next? To my question, you pointed a poster on the corner of the theater. Ah. With my taken aback response, I woke up from my dream. Evening has come. You watched the movie you pointed out. The main character is a vampire. Should be fun, right? I laughed awkwardly at your words. Chapter 4 is Yuda's. After meeting you, I found myself waiting for tomorrow, looking at the moments when we're together in my dreams. I remember in my dream, you whined because you lost the game, so I purposely made a mistake, you won, and you smiled like a child. Then I told you the truth, that I can see the future in my dreams, and that's why I saw the things you like. All of them. I gathered up my courage to confess, but you didn't believe what I said. What else do you like? I asked you. And you said you also like going on trips. You said you especially like to see the colors of the sea. 
Although there's one sea, you can see different colors depending on where you look. I came to like the sea as well, even though the only one that I can see is the black color night sea. Let's go see the emerald sea together next time. I should add the side note, there's no way he's doing that. Chapter 5 is Mark's. He's sitting at this kitchen table trying to say something and trying to let his loved one feel comfortable first. He just finished cooking for them, even though he's not a cook, and he's just trying to really let him down easy. Now that we've come this far, I don't know how I'm supposed to tell you the truth about myself. I have to tell you everything now. About the reason why you only see me when the sun is set. About why we can't see the color of the sea that you like together. There's silence. I finally told you about my identity, and you didn't do anything for a while. In my dream, I couldn't say it until the end, so I have no idea how you will react. I thought you would scream, reject me, or storm out in anger, but you didn't. If you want, I can erase all your memories, I said cautiously. With a mouthful of food, the moment we looked at each other, we laughed out loud. I thought you were scared, yet you accepted me. Like it's no big deal. I'm thankful for that. The more we valued each other, the faster time passed like a fast forward button. Chapter 6 is Johnny's. He's sitting in this car on a rainy night, and this scene also has a rose, this time pale pink. It's probably the reason your expression gets darker and darker inside this dream. What happens after I leave? You're left alone. I'm not sure. It's too far ahead, so I haven't thought about it. I smile to reassure you. It's the rainy season soon. Should we see the sea? Really? When it's the rainy season, where the clouds are gray all day, I can go out at noon, even if it's only for a brief moment. You like it that much? The sky and the sea will be cloudy because it rains anyway. If you remember any of these monologues, any of it, any of it, any of it. It better be this next paragraph. You'll see why later. It seems that you're happy just by imagining it. The corners of my lips went up to following you. I thought that you, who loves the sea, are similar to a fish. Swimming freely in the vast world. Unable to be captured. That's why I have no confidence to hear that you should live the same life as me. Will you be able to live a half-life? in free and endless time? I didn't want that. I want you to sleep with the stars, have good dreams, and love the sea as you do. On my way back after driving you home, you weren't there, but the car was full of your presence. What should I do after you left? Chapter 7, Junwoo. He's got his arm on the front gates to someone's house. On the day when we promised to see the sea together, I found out through my dream that it won't rain that day. I was trying to say I'm sorry, but you didn't pick up your phone. When you finally picked up, your voice was so painful, I woke up from my dream. He talks about putting this pendant around his lover's neck, saying, I'm sorry, I can't go to the sea with you. I really do want to make it up to you. Also seems noteworthy that a tattoo visible on his arm is of a rose. Now our time flows together. Chapter 8 is Tail. His head's on a table. He's looking very sad. He's got a blue rose by him. You no longer appear in my dreams. But then you came to me in a scene I didn't see in my dream. You handed me a blue rose. Do you want to play games? Should we listen to a song? You laughed as if nothing happened. 
What should we do tomorrow? You asked. Hearing that, I hesitated. I want to ask, do I have dreams? No, you answered casually. It's strange. What is? I feel like you'll disappear. There's no way I'll leave you and disappear. I put the blue rose in the place that can be seen well. Despite that, the nightmare continues. Chapter 9 is Heichan. In my dream, you eventually left me. And even though I know it's a dream, I opened my eyes out of pain. I didn't see the rose that you gave me. I ran to you because I got nervous. The rose in his scene here is, it's a single red rose in a vase, replaced by a white rose. Also worth noting, he's in another greenery-filled room full of yellow flowers. Then and now, I was happy. Swallowing my tears, I closed my eyes tightly. I know that this is all a dream, and I couldn't turn it back. Please don't go. The finale video features all of them at some point. It starts with Jaehyun by Pale Pink Flowers. It's a rainy day. He's looking longingly out the windowsill. What appear to be fish tanks are where some of the roses sit. They sit in fish tanks and remember the fish comparisons from Johnny's monologue. Keep all this in mind. After you left, I continued dreaming. In my dream, we're back to the times when we were happy. I changed my appearance and I sometimes make different choices. Perhaps I could have made you smile more. If I had made you cry a little less, maybe I could have kept you by my side forever. No matter how hard I tried, nothing changed in the end. After you left, we stopped. But I continued to flow, and that drives me crazy. I go back and forth endlessly into our terrible destiny that has been shattered. No matter how many times it is, it won't change. I can't help but to love and love you again. Then I close my eyes. To go to meet my C that I can't see now. And to meet my U that I can't reach. Okay, before we analyze all that, I think it's worth recalling parts of the monologue from the NCT 2020 release, The Past and Future where they said, we are imputed to the community, which makes general world of conscience just a buildup of sediments. Beyond the horizon of the sediment, there is another world, named the unconscious. This world is a world made of filtered events. It keeps expanding limitlessly from the deep sea, created by filtration from the sea of unconscious. It is also a limitless medium and can connect dimension to dimension. And if you recall on, I believe, NCT Talk Volume 10, I talked about what they referenced there, the Sea of Unconscious. It's a concept by Carl Jung, and he describes a state of being that creates this endless release of material, of thought, of feeling. He views kind of your conscious state as nothing compared to what the Sea of Unconscious holds. And he famously said, quote, Dreams answer the questions of our conscious. We are not far from the truth. In fact, we are very near. When we think of our dreams as answers to questions, which we have asked and which we have not asked. He also famously and relatedly said, quote, Knowing your own darkness is the best method for dealing with the darknesses of other people. 
One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. I'm not going to rehash all of the exposition and Easter eggs we broke down extensively on all previous NCT Talk episodes. Those you can check out another time if you haven't already. So I'm just going to assume a baseline understanding if you're listening to the NCT universe, music video cinematic universe, and just add on the new content. So keep in mind here, any references to sea or fish Waves are related, I think, to the Sea of Unconscious. And you may be thinking, Hope, that's ridiculous. You're comparing talking about the literal sea to the Sea of Unconscious? Yes, I am. But think about it, what it represents. And the fact that a random fish tank that seems to show up in a lot of NCT content, like yesterday, and now it's a flower vase substitute, I guess, feels like it's not so random now. It's got a lot of meaning to it, this feeling of plenty of fish in the sea, or you're swimming around trying to find your your way through life. Lots of ways ocean waves the sea can be used as metaphors with positive and negative connotations. And I do think then a sea is a good way that this philosopher, this psychoanalyst Carl Jung, makes sense of our unconscious minds. They're like this limitless sea which could be daunting or really exciting. You'll notice in both these teasers and the new music videos, a lot of symbols in previous NCT releases come back. More rooms with greenery, lots of flowers. At one point in this video, there are falling red flower petals. Just like in Ten Solo, Dream in a Dream video, where white flower petals rose up, and in that video, the red flower petals rained down. Red lights, white butterflies. Actually, remember, they were purple in Make-A-Wish, but now they're white. The elevator that I've said before on this show, I think, serves as their main time machine. It looks like a metal elevator, but I think that's the box they use to get from dimension to dimension. That is back in those dance scenes in that room. Those metal things, I think those are more of the time machines. Those plastic curtains are back by the side of the tub here. They were also in Boss and the Wayview version of regular plastic sheets trying to maybe allude to covering up a crime scene or something. I don't know. Shards of glass on the ground. References to dreams. Sleep. Nightmares. The passage of time. A notable detail about them changing worlds is that if one of the worlds has different sized people, a Horton Hears a Who type of situation, this makes sense how in the sticker promo pics, there were these mini white figures on tables, mini figurines. In this music video, in some scenes, in the background, are those white figures full size. Maybe not the same ones, but white statues again, This time, full-size feels very intentional. The other thing I want to bring your attention to are the auditorium scenes I told you to remember for later. This is when the bigger SM Entertainment universe comes into focus. Because remember, all of these artists' worlds are connected. And one of those ways is kind of this dream-within-a-dream concept, world-within-a-world concept, but also... Kind of a movie within a movie or a show within a show happening here, where it seems like the members themselves are in the audience. 
at least at times. Remember, Taeyeon, in his Super M individual teaser, was in an auditorium watching a movie. Now he's back there for NCT's work. Some of the scenes the members are in here are reminiscent of other SM artists' videos. The cliff scenes here, the gray landscape with just a pop of red, definitely brought to mind Taemin's goodbye video. There's also quite an early XO era-esque look to the gray sky's gray cliff scene. The blue-green sky behind them at one point had the same color scheme going on as Taeyeon's solo long flight video. That one's more of a coincidence, but interesting nonetheless. The fact that this video starts and ends with the members looking asleep reminded me of Red Velvet's Bad Boy video. If we're thinking about all these different artists dreaming, dreaming within a dream, etc. And in other SM artists' work, Red Velvet with Peekaboo and lots of EXO's early stuff. The moon was a big deal. The moon, a full moon, is quite symbolic. Look, I know full moons are a werewolf thing, not a vampire thing. But, you know, we're talking in general about these horrors, these nightmare stuff. I don't know, I think there's a connection. Anyway, the point is, I think, through this comeback, NCT's really further reminding us of how their story connects to other SM entertainment artists. Now, with this context, it's interesting because as random as it sounds, doesn't this vampire concept they're going for make perfect sense? The story actually adds up even more from day one. Like in Fire Truck, when they terrorize that girl in her poor sandcastle when she's a kid, and then they are on her case throughout her life, but then they go to talk to her granddaughter, and they're still the same age? I'm just saying, from the beginning, the time travel... Or is it just the sense they don't age, nothing changes, or they're repeating a day again and again? All these references to a distorted passage of time for them. Being a vampire actually makes a ton of sense for them. They also keep referencing this sea of unconscious we see with the doesn't flow versus we flow together. I view that as having to do with that. If you're still confused, this might help. Remember when I said remember Taeyeon's moment where he's got the yellow rose and the movie ticket in his hand. First of all, note the yellow rose because Ten had a yellow rose in Super M's teaser videos, pre-debut. So there's another Super M connection for you. The other thing is that the movie he had tickets for, if you zoom in, you can see he got tickets for Interview with the Vampire. And then it said Blood Moon 2, so we could really dig into the nitty gritty of Interview with the Vampire versus maybe they're talking about a sequel, but the sequel's not really considered canon among fans of the original, so we're just going to focus on the original anyway. Interview with the Vampire. Really, really quick, sanitized, condensed version of what happens. Basically, it's the story, it's a gothic horror story from the 90s, where this guy is talking about all the stuff that happened to him in flashback style. He's recounting his life story to a reporter. Like 60 Minutes, but make it vampires. A lot happens, lots of gory stuff, lots of terrible stuff, but the point is, he is in despair. And that is when he wants to be a vampire, take on this new life, and have a sense that immortality will bring him endless possibilities, endless second chances. Today is a new day for him, he can confidently say, every single day. But when he does become a vampire, he's still miserable. And he has to cope with all this pain and grief over the losses in his mortal life. 
Now it's arguably worse because you're dealing with that loneliness and pain alone. People around you pass away, but you're still there, not processing what happened. He eventually sees the vampire who had turned him into one, living as a recluse in a mansion. So, okay, the mansion part sounds nice, but the point is that he's lonely. And that, I think, is the angle of NCT's story arc. That the questions they're pondering in these monologues, it's not this cute, blissful, sunshiny, vampire romance story. To me, it seems more philosophical, introspective, and personal. What would it mean to be immortal, really? Not trying to make it seem just really cool and glamorous, but no, what it, would it really mean? What emotional toll would it take on you? To have to constantly say goodbye to people, to have to not have anyone to spend all of your life with, to feel like you can never be enough for the one you love. Because sure, you certainly won't die on them, but you can't do much with them. You can't let them fulfill their dreams, explore that endless ocean they're always dreaming about. You can't help them go look at the colorful sea, fulfill all their dreams like that, go on those dream dates. You really would feel so inadequate and probably feel like you don't measure up, you don't deserve that love, that loved one deserves someone else. Really emotional heavy stuff to think about. If you love someone, how burdened you might feel if you knew you couldn't give them everything they desired and deserved. That you were preventing that fish from exploring the sea. But are you? Or is that just a dream? Or a nightmare? Those lines between dreams and reality? Super blurred. That's where the sea of unconscious is in play here. I have mostly just developed and edited my working theories. I don't have clear-cut answers for you today. We'll talk in an upcoming episode. I think I know who Sticker is, but that's another conversation. So more questions than answers are raised right now in their story, but I think that's worthwhile and important to just take this time to really think about that premise and what it means to be there for someone or how you feel if you can't. You actually physically can't be there. Before I go real quick, some random details that seem less random when you look back on previous NCT videos. With Taeyeon, remember in the regular video, he jumped out the window of room 127. Maybe he survived because he's immortal. And yesterday, he says, I need the courage to break through and wake me up from this dream. Johnny previously said in a monologue, all that we see is but a dream within a dream. Some key moments from Doyeon in past videos. First of all, there was that time that he was hiding. Maybe from the sunlight? Maybe at a deep level from himself or something like that? But in the boss video, Doyeon locked himself in a room with like a bajillion locks on the door, hiding out from something. Also worth remembering is that Doyeon was the center of the, not love triangle because there were three guys involved and one girl, a love trapezoid. Doyen was at the center of it, where Tail and Jaehyun were jealous of his girl. I don't know, that feels relevant again. I think this new story is, they're wording it as if it's one person, the same loved one, and they are all each voicing the narration for the same story. Also, it does seem noteworthy that the tense changes a lot. That could be a translation thing, but I just think a lot of past, present, and future tense blending in those monologues, that feels intentional. 
Mark in past videos. Well, remember, he broke the screen in the Super 1 video. There's another Super M connection. In the Superhuman video, he had rain, water droplets, seen moving in reverse by him. Maybe time was going backwards, I'm just saying. Okay, this one is a stretch, but I thought it would be worth sharing anyway, because why not? Junwoo levitates. Not always because he wants to, but in Superhuman, he's levitating in a state of floating in the air uncontrollably. Well, now we learn he has that butterfly literally inside him. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It is very notable now, though, that Junwoo and Doyen are seen on that cliff. That feels like we're supposed to remember that for later. Heechin in previous videos has been followed around by those hooded figures. He also broke the screen at one point. He's kind of got a target on his back. He knows what's up. Yuda is definitely a vampire. The red eyes close up. The scenes with the tub. He's one of the evil characters, if there is one, I think. Jaehyun with his bite marks then, I think he was probably bit by Yuda. Or someone else. He was probably mortal. I'm trying to just figure out what is they dreamed that versus that's what really happened. Are they vampires who dreamed about mortality or vice versa? But that confusion is intentional, part of the story's lore and excitement for the next chapter. There is a lot more I could say, but I'll leave you with all that to think about for now. In the meantime, if you want a little more of a an album and video review. That will be up on my website. If it's not by the time this episode is out, it should be very shortly after. Ideally, within 24 hours of you listening to this, you will also see at howtostand.substack.com, or if you went to howtostand.substack.com and subscribed for free to my newsletter, it'll be in your inbox by then. But I will have more of a thorough favorite breakdown as a new newsletter edition. So stay tuned for that, and this week I also will get back to more Seventeen content, miscellaneous K-pop headlines, some K-drama content, and more surprises. So stay tuned. Thank you all for listening as always, and I will talk to you all again very soon.